Go to hell, Latinos. Welcome to the Power Trip Morning Show. I don't want to go to a dinner and movie with you. I just want to hook up with you. Uh, certainly not. Welcome to the Bets and Quotes podcast. Smidium. Oh, I can't wait till you go to the World Series of Poker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be keeping track of every hand, tweeting it out like Power Trip Bets, baby. I might even show up just to boo you. You're listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Smidium. All right, Smitty. Well, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been quite the uh, quite the uh, quaint week this week with uh, with all the poetry that has taken place, courtesy of the Minnesota's number one poet, uh, Mark Rosen. Uh, I I can only imagine you were inspired and wrote a bunch of poetry yourself this week. I didn't write any poetry myself, except for there was a haiku that I tweeted um, when when he made that poem. But I, I will point out that I actually used the word nary the night before, before it was cool on the power trip. And just in a response to a Johnny Bonus tweet that uh, I'm going to take credit for that. Have you been uh, writing any poetry? You know, not really. I mean, you know, I, I think in honor of Rosie, though, you know, we I could... Uh, I, I think I can come up with something off the top of my head. Um, roses are red, violets are blue, Rosie's a lover, and Neri, are you? You know that was awful. Do you do you have one that's better? Um, I'd go with roses are red, oranges are orange. Rosie is a sweet lover, and uh, I can't think of anything that rhymes with orange. This this is not going very well. This is going absolutely horrific. Uh, let's just restart this podcast. Okay. Yeah. Good. Go to hell, Latinos. Welcome to the Power Trip Morning Show. I don't want to go to a dinner and movie with you. I just want to hook up with you. Uh, certainly not. Welcome to the Bets and Quotes podcast. Smidium. Oh, I can't wait till you go to the World Series of Poker. <laughs> I'm going to be keeping track of every hand, tweeting it out like Power Trip Bets, baby. I might even show up just to boo you. You're listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Smidium. Smitty, 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 how are you this evening? I'm doing great. It's good to be here. It is. Hey, the Twins won today. They beat the Orioles one to nothing. They beat the Orioles last night. Um, I think they're like back at 500 now. Um, but you know, I I don't know. How 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 do we feel about this team? I mean, they're they're in first place, but I mean, it's been a struggle. 
it's the common man best of the lousiest versus the lousiest of the best. If they were in a different division, they'd be in last place. But uh, as it is, they're a terrible team in first place. Yeah, and I mean, and, and Cleveland's awful. So there's a good chance the Twins are going to win uh, win this division. But I mean, you and I both know um, if if we win the division, we'll get three home playoff games. And we will lose all three, and we will be at 21 consecutive playoff losses. Extending the record of futility. This is depressing. This is depressing. This is, this is super depressing. You know what? Let, let's just start this whole thing over once again. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I agree. Go to hell, Latinos. <laughs> Welcome to the Power Trip Morning Show. I don't want to go to a dinner and movie with you. I just want to hook up with you. Uh, certainly not. Welcome to the Bets and Quotes podcast. Smidium. Oh, I can't wait till you go to the World Series of Poker. <laughs> I'm going to be keeping track of every hand, tweeting it out like power trip bets, baby. I might even show up just to boo you. You're listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Smidium. Oh yeah, a little Soul Asylum to open up the podcast. Smitty, I have been playing nothing but Soul Asylum since Wednesday in the Duel of the Decades. Thank you, Chad Weber. Shout out to Chad Weber. I don't know if he listens to us or not, but shout out to you uh, for a fantastic Duel of the Decades list. Um, I... There were so many of those that I struggled with, but damn, a little soul asylum. Um, you know, I I had to play without a trace. It's that's my favorite soul asylum song. Um, even though it wasn't the one from the Duel of the Decades, but Smitty, Duel of the Decades, your thoughts? I I really enjoyed it this last week, and in fact, I've really enjoyed most of the the listener suggestions that hockey's been using. I'm honestly not a big soul asylum fan, but. Uh, the song they played is, you know, you can't argue with that one, but I've, I've really enjoyed it l- lately. Yeah, it really has been a cool twist not to let the listeners do it. And I think, you know, obviously the listeners are really putting in the effort, picking out, uh, picking out really good songs, um, putting together very interesting lists to go head to head. But yeah, this one, for some reason, this one really stuck out to me. And I like the fact that it was just seven because uh, I have noticed that like all of a sudden, you know, Four segments later, they're still doing Duel of the Decades, and it takes up like half the show. Um, and so I thought th- I thought that was perfect. You know, seven seven songs. I like having Oak in there for his opinions, and yeah, it made uh, made for a really good segment. And I think that's true. When when Brian Oak is in in studio, it tends to take a little bit longer because he's got a, a story or an anecdote to tell about every other song that they play. So it it can go a little bit long sometimes. Absolutely. Well, this is this is a much better start. I think we can go with this. Uh, let's print it. Let's mail it in. Let's uh, let's keep going from here. All right. Okay. Sounds good. This is Benedict Cumberbatch, and you are listening to the Bats and Courts podcast. All right. Well, in our Patreon update, we have uh, mostly finalized our Patreon event that we're going to be doing. Uh, we mentioned last podcast we're going to do the Top Golf event. 
Um, looks like we'll be doing that August 31st. That's a Thursday night. I think it's the same night as the Gophers opener. Gophers usually play the 31st as well. 6 o'clock p.m. at Top Golf in Brooklyn Center. Um, might change slightly um, from the time, but uh, we're, we're going to shoot for 6 o'clock on August 31st. Um, so patrons, uh, what we'll get from you is we'll just have you guys, um, if you, for each person that's going to be attending and eating, um, it'll just be 40 bucks. You can Venmo me with that. And, uh, yeah, well, uh, if there's any money left over, I will, um, uh, I'll return that to you guys, but looks like that's about the price. Um, so that'll include your food. Uh, the golf is being paid for from the Patreon dues. So, um, that will that will be free essentially. Um, so you're just basically paying for food, and then drinks will be on your own. So yeah, super excited about that, uh, Smitty. I know you've been out to Top Golf. Sounds like you might be getting out to Top Golf uh, here in the next week or so. This is President Barack Obama, and you're listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast. Yeah, my brother's in town with his family from North Carolina, so we're going to go do that next week. And uh, I'm just I always look forward to it. It's just a blast to go there, and then. Um, the timing of, of our outing is going to be perfect because that's workshop week. So it's back to school time, but I won't, I won't have anything to do that night. So I'm, I'm really excited to, to hang out with everybody and, you know, grab my shaft and smack some balls. Oh yeah. <laughs> There'll be a lot of shaft grabbing going on that night. That's for sure. <laughs> and hopefully it doesn't conflict with a uh, power trip state fair event, but if it does, uh, we're going to do it uh, either way. Cause that's the only time I'm going to be in town before Thanksgiving, and we probably don't want to go to Top Golf over Thanksgiving. So, True. August 31st, yep. 6 o'clock, uh, mark it down, uh, Venmo me your 40 bucks. Um, I'll put something on the Patreon site as well about that, and that will reserve your spot for our Top Golf event. All right. Well, let's get rolling with a bets update. Partridge, Partridge, Partridge. All right. Well, it's, it's been, it's, we, uh, it's, it's been quite a while. I mean, we're on schedule with our podcasts again, but, um, the U.S. Open seems like it took, uh, took place a long time ago, but your winner was none other than Mark Rosen. So Rosie took home $1,000 for that for Rory's second place finish. Uh, he couldn't quite catch Wyndham Clark, uh, finished one shot back, could just never drain a putt. To, uh, I was hoping for a playoff. I was really hoping um, it'd go down to a playoff because that would be um, a lot of eyeballs on it to see whether or not Rosie would uh, would double up. But he didn't. It was the first uh, golf major that hadn't doubled the pot um, in the last nine. So there, we were on a streak of eight in a row that had doubled. Uh, but um, Rosie, I think, was happy with the one thousand uh, dollars that he earned from Roy Ma- Rory McIlroy. Uh, Smitty, did you watch much of the U.S. Open? Your thoughts? Who the hell is Wyndham Clark? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I watched a lot of it. We had our own little side bet that we had going on with our group, and I none of my guys were in any contention. So I always enjoy watching golf, and it was on Father's Day. So I enjoyed um, hanging out with my kids a little bit, but then watching some golf. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's a, it's a good little tradition. Um, and yeah, I would have, like I said, I would have liked it to be, you know, even though it was only one shot, it never felt like like Wyndham felt in control that whole back nine and I was hoping for just a little bit more drama but uh yeah so it was it was good and I did put a ticket on Wyndham just uh for the for the British Open just in case uh not why not uh maybe maybe he's hot maybe I'll go back to back who knows this is Larry King when I'm not marrying another wife 
I listen to the Bets and Quotes podcast. All right, the next bet, again, involving Rosie. Uh, Rosie jumped in on the Gophers, and he went over on the Gophers with six and a half wins. Uh, they kind of went through the schedule a little bit, and Rosie was like, yeah, yeah, I have confidence in these Gophers. And so he took the $100 over versus Sauce, meaning that uh, he's now got $100 on the over. Tommy, of course, has 500 on the over. So Sauce is on the hook for $600 one way or the other. He's either going to be up six or down six. Um, so some uh, some big money uh, for Sauce on the under. Uh, I don't know how deep dive, how much of a deep dive you've done on the Gopher schedule, Smitty, but uh, your thoughts on six and a half. I, I would be on Sauce's side on this one. Uh, regrettably, I'm a big Gopher football fan, but um, I think the schedule just looks way more difficult this year than it's been the last couple of years. And so I'll have uh, low expectations, but high aspirations. I hope they I hope they do well, but I'd, I'd bet the under. Yeah, I'm definitely on the under on this. Uh, before the over-under totals came out, I had it at six. And so when it came out at six and a half, I'm like, yeah, I just, I don't... Uh... That's tough. I, I, you know, and I, again, obviously I'm gopher fan too. I hope they, they win them all, but um, yeah, I just, I think realistically taking the heart out of it and betting with your head, uh, I would definitely have to go under as well. Um, the last bet that I have to talk about is not power trip related at all. Uh, it's, uh, it's from the common man program. And the only reason um, I'm bringing it up uh, is because of the stakes involved. Uh, it's one of what a, the uh, the common man is good for coming up with stakes that we've never seen before for bets. Uh, the bet that they did, uh, it's between him and Tennessee. Um, Commons convinced that Joey Gallo is on a biblically bad pace for striking out, which he really is. He struck out more than half his at bats in June, FYI. Uh, but uh, Common thinks there's a chance that Gallo could set the one single season strikeout record for an individual batter. Um, he's, he's not quite on that pace yet, but you never know. Uh, we believe in you, Joey. Uh, we believe you can get it done. Um, what they bet on this bet was $2 and a small box of dots. So Common's on the hook for $2 and a small <laughs> box of dots if Joey Gallo does not set the strikeout record. Uh, pretty high stakes there. And is that about one dot per strikeout? I hadn't heard this. What's the reason for the the bag of dots? Well, it's well, it's a small box of dots. So you know, like those little fun size ones that you would get in like a Halloween, you know, for Halloween or something. So it's got it's usually got about five or six individual dots in it. Um, and Common has those with his lunch every day. So, uh, so that's the reason he's betting one because he'll have one on hand. Uh, if, if Ten happens to lose the bet, he's going to have to go out and get a bag of bag of dots just to get one box to give to common i guess but uh yeah first uh first time we've been betting candy on a on a sports bet on k fan well as long as uh if gallo hits a home run like he did today you know what one home run for every four strikeouts we're still doing okay i think johnny bonus did the live calculation of what it would take for uh if all you do is home runs and strikeouts how often would you need one and uh, i would take it if if that's the ratio <laughs> yeah, I would definitely take that ratio as well. So um, not not bad to get the uh, the one home run, a one to nothing win. So, all right. Well, that's your bets update. Let's get to those quotes. And now it's time for the quotes of the week. I'd let Brett Favre be on me. Sure. Ted Bundy's been to the Rose Bowl more recently than the than the Gophers. <laughs> Because it's hard to bang and play it at the same time. 
Bangin' Lung Darts Whale. All right, for our three quotes of the week nominees this week. This is Alex Trebbeck. I have the iPhone 50 in heaven and I like to listen to the Bets and Quotes podcast. Our number three quote comes in from our friend Tommy Olson, who made reference. He wasn't in studio when Mark Rosen uh, was talking about the Titan um, tragedy. And he, he, well, he made a button bar moment with gaze at a graveyard. And Tommy did a little take of uh, an old Tommy's takes in regards to that. You guys have a pretty good bet when I was driving in. I thought about it. Oh, no. So no, gonna, no, no nothing wait. about this. Nothing okay. about this. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Are you sure you should no, say no, no. this? No, it's something that you guys said that, or something happened this week other than this. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, sorry, I'm running a little late this morning, guys. I was driving by the Fort Snelling Cemetery, and I saw Zach and his buddies out there. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Bob. Now that is, uh, that's pretty good. Um, what I, what I love, I think what I love more about that than the punchline itself is just, you can hear in Tommy's voice how excited he is to deliver the punchline. <laughs> yes. He has been sitting on that one all week, just waiting to come in. And he probably was expecting a little bit more of a reaction from them after that one. Yeah, probably. I could just see him workshopping it with Sess, like, Oh, Sess, Sess, listen to this. <laughs> Yep, I think you're right. Um, our number two quote comes from Corey Cove, and this was in reference to Paul Charchian stepping in for the initials game. He had the initials DK, and the first tiebreaker was one that 1% of the population would have a chance at, DeForest Kelly. So here's Corey's take on that. Now, I know you're familiar with DeForest Kelly, because you were talking about your wife getting a wax a couple weeks ago. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's very clever. <laughs> very clever. Clever. I, when I was saying it, he's teeing up something. You weren't even listening, but, but you owe me that. <laughs> that was well played. Uh, <laughs> well, well done, Corey. Uh, yes, yeah, standing ovation for me. Uh, that was uh, that, that was brilliant. Yep, and I I always worry. I don't want to offend anyone. I sometimes have to toe that line, especially when it gets uh, when we're talking about divorce and things like that. But I was I was glad to see that Kelsos gave me the retweet of that one, so I knew that I didn't <laughs> offend her by by posting that one. I, I was going to say I just I don't think she gets offended very easily at all. Nope, I agree, and that uh, actually brings us right to our number one quote, also Kelsos related. This is Tony the Tiger. I listen to the Bets and Quotes podcast. They're great. They were talking about a designer, uh, this microscopic handbag that it was a handbag that's the size of a grain of rice. And so they were talking about how they created that, which led us to Chris Hockey's number one quote. It was made using two photon polymer, um, something or other, a manufacturing technology used to 3D print micro scale plastic parts. Which is how God made your penis. Oh, okay. Aww. Enough of my penis. That's what Kel said. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I like the first, like, I think it, that could have been a quote of the week just on the first part of it, like comparing it. And then, yeah, uh, hockey just goes and slam dunks it. Yep, and that sometimes happens where I'll they'll they'll say something that catches my attention, and I'll make a mental note. Oh, that's a possible nominee, and then they just follow it up right afterwards with a with the double quote. So, 
funny stuff from from both guys on that one. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, Kelsos making a a lot of appearances in the quote of the quotes of the week. Yeah, it's all about the Kelsos and meat sauce genitals. <laughs> of course, lucky. <laughs> it's time for the weekly segment of your thoughts. Copyright Dark Star. All right. Well, this week in your thoughts, we are bringing back a segment. I think we've only done it once. I know uh, it was with Dave back in the day, the old Power Trip quotes, not the uh, Smitty version of Power Trip quotes. So uh, this is a new segment for you, Smitty, but uh, we've done it once before. You know, from time to time, there are stories, you know, they, they do headlines. What really matters? Chris always throws out a bunch of bizarre stories. And every once in a while, there's a story that is right up Power Trip's alley that they, for some reason, either, you know, they decide not to do it or they didn't hear about it or whatever the case may be, but they missed the story. So we call this segment Missing You, and it gives me a chance to play this banger for an intro. All right, well, this week on Missing You, we are headed out to the great state of Pennsylvania to learn a little bit more about our higher education system. So, Dateline, Pennsylvania, an award-winning Penn State professor is accused of performing lewd sex acts in a state forest with his dog. All the pervs around the world, they come into America. Themis Matsukas has taught chemical engineering at the college since 1991, but has now been placed on leave. He was arraigned this week, and a court hearing is set for July 19th. Now, Smitty, um, I know some of your political leanings a little bit, but um, I, I really don't know uh, your stance on bestiality. Your thoughts? Bestiality. Um, I will stand firm on be anti-bestiality i'm not going to be like zach calverson and be like um well um <laughs> i could see yeah, both sides not <laughs> i'm yeah i'm, I'm going to just be a firm no on that one a firm no all right well it's, it's on the record that smitty is a firm no <laughs> on bestiality it's it's uh it's good to know um yeah we uh we We've got clarity. If you're ever around sauces, frogs, you know, we don't no no concerns there about uh, <laughs> about getting a frog too excited. Maybe Kermit the frog. I don't know. That's a little bit different than an actual frog. But uh, uh, let me continue. Matsuka, 64, was caught on Pennsylvania Rothrock State Forest security camera footage naked, save for a ski mask, a backpack, his socks and hiking boots, investigators say. Now, you know, a lot of times Sauce will talk about like somebody just wearing a tuxedo thong. Um, I, I, I'm just getting a mental image of this guy in a forest with a ski mask, a backpack, socks, and hiking boots only. And and I'm wondering what leads up to this because if he's wearing socks and hiking boots but no pants, that means he took off the pants and then put the hiking boots back on after that. And that's just a mental image that I did not need. No, no. And, and the ski mask? I mean, like, it, it didn't sound like it was cold at the time because this happened uh, This happened sometime um, in the spring, so it wasn't too cold. So uh, either he's trying to disguise himself or it's part of his kink. You're not kink shaming, are you? <laughs> I'm not kink shaming. I'm just uh, just uh, indicating that maybe maybe he's got the ski mask kink. So we're not going to we're not going to kink shame on that one. 
This is Butthead, and you're listening to me. And I'm on the Betstand Quotes podcast. He was charged on Monday with open lewdness, indecent exposure, sexual intercourse with an animal, cruelty to animals, and disorderly conduct, court records show. A half dozen photos taken with trail cameras of people who own private camps near the state forest indicate the professor has been engaging in sexual acts with his colleague at the forest since at least 2014. I mean, like, okay, this didn't just happen. He's been doing this since 2014 and said they're taking, they're they're taking photos from people who own private camps. So apparently these people were, were just fine with him performing lewd sex acts on a dog for nine years and just now decided to turn him in. And and that throws me off also because my father-in-law does some hunting. And so he's got these trail cameras and he sent us pictures of a, you know, a bear that walks by or something like that. But I'm thinking of, if he sees something like this, he is absolutely reporting it immediately. So, uh, yeah. So that's what, nine years ago that this has been going on? Yes. I mean, uh, unbelievable. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, were these people getting some kind of a thrill out of this? It reminds me of, for those of you old enough to remember Dino Cicerelli, who played for the Minnesota North Stars back in the 80s. He was, he, you know, he was like a superstar player. Everybody loved Dino. And he was arrested for public uh, public indecency because he took his trash out to the curb completely naked. Uh, he walked out to the curb, put his <laughs> trash down, and came back in. And um, he was arrested for indecent exposure. And the woman that called him in, see, the, when the cops interviewed her, she said, oh, yeah, he does it all the time. But this time her son happened to be around. And so she thought that was inappropriate. So she called the cops on him. So apparently she was getting her thrills off of this for quite some time watching Dino take his trash out nude. And it was only when her son was involved that uh, that it got a little bit weird for her. Won't somebody think of the children? Exactly. Exactly. So, uh well, let me continue with uh, Mr. <laughs> Matsukas here. Uh, while searching Mats- Matsukas' home, investigators recovered three iPads, including one issued by Penn State. Investigators say Matsukas used at least one of the iPads to record himself. They also found clothing that matched what was worn in the video footage and a collie that looked like the dog seen in surveillance footage. The investigators noted both the dog at Matsukas' home and in the video was missing a left eye. <laughs> I mean, so now it, not only is he having sex with a dog, he's having sex with a disabled dog. And they have a question. Is Are you sure that this is the collie that you've been banging? Oh, yep, there it is. There's the left eye missing. Yep, that's the one. I mean, uh, a collie missed the left eye. Yeah, I, th- I think you pretty much got your, uh, your description down lock there. There's not too many collies missing a left eye walking around out there. So, And he's oh. recording himself on an iPad. And so I think the category of self-voyeuristic ski mask bestiality is something that not even Chris <laughs> Hockey has searched for. <laughs> I mean, that's something that, you know, people that are just into regular bestiality, like that guy from uh, Wisconsin that was always having sex with the horse. The power trip did multiple stories on him. Like that guy is probably offended by this guy because this guy, he's he's probably sitting in jail going, this guy's really weird, man. I'm like, well, I never, I never. <laughs> According to crim- the criminal charging document, Matsuka seemed nervous when investigators arrived. You think? The professors also allegedly told investigators, you don't understand. I do it to blow off steam. Now, 
Smitty, you're in the you're in the education profession. You know, you're you're a high school teacher. This is a professor at, at a college. Um, have you ever in all your because I, I know it can be stressful. Have you ever in all your years of teaching high school uh, considered bestiality to blow off steam? No, you know, some guys might take up boxing or hunting or something like that. Maybe you have a, a stiff drink on a Friday night. But uh, no, the, there are other ways to blow off steam. That is... Or do we know, is steam the name of the collie? <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> oh, Matsukas earned his PhD in chemical engineering from the University of Michigan. His school bio, which has since been removed, said, Themis Matsukas has been relieved of his responsibilities and is on leave, the university said in a statement. Matsukas's attorney, Matthew Michael McClenahan, declined to comment, saying, This case is in its beginning phase, so it would be inappropriate for me to make a statement at this time. Um, I can think of one statement you'd make. Uh, my client's not a collie fucker. <laughs> That's pretty solid defense right there. I mean, he at least starts somewhere. Uh, when you're completely declining comment, um, I think uh, I think that that tends to make Mr. Matsukas look really bad. Yeah, I so I'll I'll admit I went to college as a chemical engineering major, and I think I must have missed this chapter from Perry's uh, handbook. <laughs> oh dear, yes. Uh, uh, so so there you go, folks. Bringing you the news that the power trip missed this time. So um, you know, I, we we feel it's important to keep you up on all the latest in the world of bestiality. <laughs> hey, this is Mrs. Oom. You're listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast, even though I never have. All right. Well, next up, um, this is a listener request. Um, so we're, uh, we've, we've been taking a couple of requests lately. And if you've got one again, you know, hit me up and, uh, and we'll get it, we'll get it dropped in the podcast, some old audio or an old bit that you'd like to hear again. Um, we're happy to, uh, happy to play it for you. This was a live read uh, during one of the uh, one of the power trip shows. Uh, Chris and Sauce always do a live read for their sleep number bed ads, and this one went a little off the rails. Hey, Sauce. Hey, babe. The only concern I have about going to Prague is: Do you think they have sleep number beds in Prague? Well, let's hope they do because <sighs> it's the greatest bed of all time. And you and I are very lucky, Hogsy. We're very, very lucky. We get to stay in some pretty cool hotels. Yep. Correct. One hundred percent. Yeah. None of those beds, like uh, Sinead once sang, nothing compares to a sleep number bed. Well, I think those are the lyrics of the song, right? Something like that, and I don't think her name's Sinead, but I get what your point is. Uh, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> sleep number beds. My sleep number is 45. Yours is something out of there. I don't know. It's 55. (laughs) My wife's is 85. That's cool. She's got (laughs) tomatoes. Anyway, they're the best beds on the planet that you uh, NFL players sleep in them. Uh, my side's 45. My wife's is 85. That's okay. She got her side. I got my side. There's nothing like a sleep number bed. Trust me. You will love it. Come in during the fall sale where a queen sleep number 360 smart bed is now only $13.99. Sleep number is the official sleep and wellness partner of the Minnesota Vikings. You'll only find sleep number at a sleep number store. Go check one out today at Roseville, Maplewood, Eden Prairie, and then Maple Grove on the corner of Hemlock Lane North and East uh, excuse me, Elm Creek Parkway. 
KFAN. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, I, I love anytime to me, anytime you get Corey to like just gut laugh, you know, you've said done something funny. And, uh, yeah, Corey's, Corey's gut laugh got sauce and Chris laughing and sleep number for their, uh, ad dollars got about 35 straight seconds of the three of the guys just laughing their asses off. <laughs> You know, that's one of the highlights when you go in studio to see when one of them's doing a live read, what the others do. And I know I was in there once and uh, Corey was doing a, a live read and Aki came out of his studio, came in and was up on the table, undulating and dancing, trying to throw Corey off. And that that's that's just the best. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, they uh, they went through that phase and then Corey had to put some rules in there like they, he couldn't be touched and uh, no actual <laughs> nudity. And yeah, there are there are a few ground rules laid on that for a while because uh, they were sauce and hawk did uh, many inappropriate things in attempt to uh, derail Corey. But uh, Corey's 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 a good pro at that. So he uh, he I, I think I've only heard him like lose it on a live read a couple of times. So uh, so well done. Hey, this is the Housey Van, and you must have a lot of time on your hands because you are listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast. All right, well, it's time for Quotes Notes. This song F-bomb wails. I threw a wish in the well. Don't ask me, I'll never tell. I looked to you as it fell, and now you're in my way. I trade my soul for a wish. Pennies and dimes for a kiss. I wasn't looking for this, but now you're in my way. Your stare was holding. Ripped jeans, skin was showing. Hot night, wind was blowing. Where you think you're going, baby? Say, I just met you. And this is crazy. But here's my number. So call me, maybe. It's hard to look right at you, baby. But here's my number. So call me. Maybe. All right, what do you got for us this week, Smitty? Just a few things for you. Um, this last Friday, I will uh, claim that when the initials were announced as MM, double M's, the first thing I thought of was when they did MM and it was uh, the usual suspects bit. So mm. at the end, I, I wasn't, I, you know, as they were going through, I didn't remember any of them from earlier in the week. I'm not going to pretend I, I thought about that. But as soon as Corey started, you know, hinting at, have you ever, or what do you guys think about sequels? I was like, oh man, he did it again. And sure enough, he did. Yeah, I thought when he started, um, you know, indicating that hinting it that he had kind of done something, what I thought he had done is used the exact same initials with the exact same clues in the exact same order um, and was going to, you know, reveal like, oh, you know, last time this happened, somebody else won and blah, blah, blah. But no, it was the uh, it was the old usual suspects bit all over again. This is Sir Mixelot. I like the bets and quotes podcast, and I cannot lie. Um, side note, too, uh, MM was my default guess if I ever got through on initials. That was always always my guess. And now I will flip it to SS because that is the other uh, most common one. So, Okay. Uh, I think CC is up there also, and those are my initials. There you go. So yeah, those, uh, those are good ones to always, always have in the holster. If you can't think of anything else, if you do happen to get through the, the initials part is the easy part. The getting through is, yeah, the, is the challenge. True. 
Another thing that I've noticed recently, uh, and he, maybe he's done this for a while, but something Meat Sauce has been doing is he will insult himself. Like he'll say, you know, my, my head is giant. I, I never have any good ideas. I've got a small penis, whatever. And then Hockey will say, yep, you sure do. Or, yep, that's true. And Meat Sauce gets super defensive. He's like, okay, or on. Oh. <laughs> it's just the whole, you just said that thing about yourself. And now you're getting all upset that Hockey's agreeing with you. And it's, I think about five times this week they did that. I don't know if you noticed that. I didn't. I, I like. I've heard him do that before. I didn't notice it had happened multiple times this week. And you're absolutely right because it's it's like the whole thing where it's like you know I can make fun of my brother, but you you know if somebody else makes fun of my brother, then I hate you kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So exactly, uh, that is brilliant. So we'll have to listen for that. See if he keeps doing that. Definitely. And then um, my last note is just that uh, this week is the main event of the World Series of Poker and our representative out there Corey cove is going to be playing in the the first day on thursday so good luck Corey. i would love to hear about some excitement uh in that department yeah hopefully you can make a little bit of a run um maybe cash in this one as well um obviously it's the uh it's the big one so uh it would be a little bit a little bit even more dramatic if he could uh make a deep run and uh and cash in this one so yes absolutely good luck to Corey. Um, good luck to Blake, his coach, um, and um, and all the other Minnesotans in there. Let's be homers about this and uh, maybe get a Minnesotan to the final table. That would be awesome. That'd be great. Hi, friends. Arthur Morgan here. When I'm not taking a bath and getting it knocked around, I listen to the Bats and Quogs podcast. Do you have any takes? I do. I just have one thing. Um, and it's really absolutely unrelated to really anything that's been on the show, but um, I am going to start Parks and Rec. Um, actually, tonight. Um, I've been wanting to start it for like three months, and we've been getting stuff cleaned off the DVR because we switched cable pro- cable providers and all that. So, um, got a little behind on it. But yes, I'm going to start Parks and Rec. They Parks and Rec. They talk about it all the time. I know I'm going to love it because I was a huge fan of The Office and just the few little clips and things that I've seen of Parks and Rec, I think are absolutely hilarious. Uh, Ron, like, I feel like I know Ron Swanson um, inside and out. And uh, yeah, I haven't watched the first full episode. So super looking forward to that. So that was just my little side note. We never, it came out in 2009. That was the year Jack was born um, Mm. and baby life absolutely got in the way. We never got it started. And way overdue but like hawk says i'm lucky because i get to enjoy it for the first time um have you are you a parks and rec guy no i i did not watch parks and rec and my current projects i've got two of them with my daughter we're watching better call saul because i watched breaking bad with her um last summer maybe and we really enjoyed that so uh so far we're about uh three seasons in and loving that and then also i'm watching the bear with my wife and that's also very good I need to watch the bear. I'm like, it's just one of those. Um, yeah, I just, we haven't started and, but yeah, every, everybody raves about it. it's a hundred percent. So there's no reason for me to not start that one eventually. So, well, yep. cool. Well, it's great. That, that is, it's always fun to have a TV project going on. This is George Carlin. Fuck the bets and quotes podcast. All right. Well, that will do it for this week's episode. Uh, Smitty, where can they find you in the meantime? As always, on Twitter, if you want bad Photoshopping and power trip witticisms, then 
at Um Smitty. And if you're looking for just my Power Trip Quotes content, uh, at Power Trip Quotes on Twitter. All right. And I'm, of course, at Power Trip Bets. Our podcast account is at Bets and Quotes, I think, right? <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. I don't use it that often, but um, we do tweet out on there. We'll definitely follow you if you follow us. Um, I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just bets and quotes. And um, and of course, I'm PT Bets on Instagram. Thanks so much. Be looking for those top golf invites, and we will see you in two weeks. Bye. Bestiality is not funny. It's hilarious. Have a great weekend. Bye bye now. Shows over, dumbass. Like a fight or something.